Hello, 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 everyone. This is Reagan Thompson. How are you? Today, we are going to explore the topic of the sacred healing dance of creativity. We are going to take a deep dive into this topic with our guest, Emiliano Campobello, an artist, musician, health professional, and activist. But before we begin, let's start with some questions for our listeners. Are you aware how powerful creativity can be in respect to healing? Have you ever embarked on a healing journey that has had artistic expression? Why is creativity so important and helpful with healing oneself? What are some of the benefits of taking on a creative, artistic endeavor in your life? My guest today is Emiliano Campobello. Emiliano is a modern, universal man who expresses himself and shares his gifts with the world as an artist, musician, health professional, and activist. By connecting with God, by using the language of God, the creative expression of beauty, he focuses his passionate nature in this very multifaceted way to bring both peace and healing to the world. For 25 years, he has been creating magical murals that transform spaces into mesmerizing worlds that inspire people, bringing joy and peace into their lives. His musical side is expressed through indigenous flutes and other indigenous instruments, which he plays in sacred and ceremonial ways. The ancient cultures evoked by the music represent ways of life that are peace-centric, living in harmony with the world, and respectful of all creation. During the past three years, Emiliano has held more than 200 Native American healing flute ceremonies. Through his business, Love Your Life Health Solutions, he shares biohacking, cutting-edge health technologies, and powerful plant-based nutrition to help us live healthier, feel stronger, and in these ways, alleviate some of the suffering in the world that he sees all around him. Wow, this is so wonderful having you here, Emiliano. I am just so excited because you are such a bright being. I mean, it's been such a wonderful opportunity to get to know Emiliano. I haven't known him that long, so I just read his bio, <laughs> and I am just astounded by the beautiful service you've offered to humanity. It's just so wonderful. I've had the honor of having Emiliano in a home that we have here in Santa Barbara, that he's helping me paint the most gorgeous, astoundingly beautiful masterpieces on the walls of my children's rooms. And it's like it's like walking into a magical paradise. I have an ongoing joke right now that if I ask them to go take some time and space for themselves based on <laughs> something coming up for them, they will be like, I can't wait. Can I go into my magical, my magical room now, mom? <laughs> so thank you so much for being here with me, Emiliano. It's such an honor. It's a joy to be here with you. Thank you so much for asking me to join you. <laughs> so we're going to be exploring the topic of the sacred dance of healing and creativity. And creativity, I know for me and that my life has been so important. You know, um, coming from a uh, environment in my life that didn't really cater to my creativity really was in some way diminishing to who I was for you know many years of this life. I was craving creativity and I was led more towards the sports world earlier in my life. And wow, being such a creative soul, 
you know, not doing that was detrimental to me at some point, right? And so I think that's really common on the planet right now. Um, souls that are extremely creative and they're not exuding that and how that's been detrimental to them in their life. And for me, it led to a very serious illness, a sickness of an eating disorder that led, you know, 20 years of my life, deep depression and, and really intense pain. So the story for me goes that, you know, I did find creativity at age 17. I did start to act and model and sing and play. And I was such a great thing because I'd been playing, you know, competitive tennis for so many years in basketball that I just went, you know what, enough is enough. I'm not going to be a pro athlete like everybody else knows that I should be. And I'm going to be creative. So as I did that, I found healing within acting like no other and singing. And I just watched myself just start to heal within. And so I know for a fact that creativity can be so incredibly healing from firsthand experience. I really owe it really to the healing of my eating disorder in this life healing through creativity. And so I would love to hear more about your ex journey with creativity in this life and how it's been, um, how it's played out in your life and how it's changed over time and yeah, just how you feel about it. What do you feel about creativity and just to share with our listeners? Well, Reagan, I'm so happy to hear that you found those parts of your life. You know, um, I had an amazing benefit of the support of my parents from the very beginning. You know, every kid draws. People ask, you know, how long have you been doing this? You know, every kid draws. I just never stopped. From the very beginning, I was just infatuated and just loving the time with, you know, starting with, you know, like all of us, with pencil or crayon or the mud, whatever, and creating pictures and and dinosaurs and whatever else I was, I was inspired by. And as I got older, my dad was an attorney for the underprivileged, and that was his path of service. And I think he would have liked me to be an attorney as well. But I had this art thing going. And he just saw that I just loved that. So by the time I was 10 years old, I started with extra art classes after school and in the weekends and art camps and just drawing. And I, it, it was something I wasn't a child prodigy yet. I was good because I spent a lot of time doing it. But I spent a lot of time doing it because I enjoyed it. It brought joy into my life. It made me happy. And uh, I was able to express parts of myself through it. Um, and I recognize also that there was an aspect of my self-esteem at a young age that was built upon that, that I had, you know, this certain quality, a, a skill, a talent that I got approval from, from the outer world also. But it was really from myself that, that it, it was the most empowering. You know, it's interesting you were saying something about these, um, your self-esteem being improved upon, really, it sounds like, through having this skill that you felt was um, something you could offer to the world, right? You know, your, your skill of being artistic in this way and the drawing is how it started. Uh, that's exactly what I feel like happened for me, right? You know, it, was, it wasn't, um, you know, if I go back to why creativity and art was healing for me is that I too kind of dove into myself in a whole new way and I started to feel um, more of this true, my true self come forward, right? Not what 
my dad, like your dad, you know, you should be a lawyer, you know, um, you, I sh you should be an athlete. You should be, you should be this other thing. And I think that the arts offer us the ability to express more of our true nature and to find ourselves through that medium of whatever that medium is, right? There's painting, there's singing, there's acting, there's drawing, um, your beautiful flute, you know, music, being a musician, um, and to get out of your own way and just allow yourself to be whatever you are, right? There's this, this dance with that, this dance with creativity. And it was so nice to utilize the medium, especially with acting for me, you know, to be able to express any of the anger or the sadness through the, you know, through performance. And so I think, you know, for our listeners, you know, to know that there are all these different types of ways of being creative and they, you know, it's unique to the soul that's learning what they are, how, how that soul is creative, right? How, what that soul wants to express creatively and the power of not worrying about, you know, if you're good at it or not, right? Just someone will say to me, as I did a lot of acting, you know, what are you going to do with this? You're going to, you're going to be, you're going to be a star. <laughs> and I remember I knew from a very early age, somehow I kept manifesting spiritual-based theater programs. They're like, how did you find another spiritual teacher that's teaching acting? I'm like, well, anyways. You know, and I ended up in a 10-year-long black box theater in LA with two spiritual master acting coaches. And it was just amazing. And it was like a family and we we performed and we cried and we you know, just grew together for these 10 years. And I just knew that, you know, it was not about being something or doing something like, you know, maybe the whole sports career was. It was about me becoming who I truly am through the expression of of being a, being able to be expressive. Right? Yeah, and that's that's a it's a process of discovery, absolutely. And to really embark on that journey, we need to give ourselves permission. And one of your opening questions was about what happens if you're creative and then you stop being creative. You know, like I said, everybody, that's part of us, how we express ourselves. But what I find is a lot of times when I'm talking with people, whether it's giving them flute lessons and helping them open up to a musicality part of themselves or talking about art, is that somewhere along the line, someone discouraged them. And it might have just been a little remark from a parent, from a teacher. And in that process, that daring to be creative kind of shut down. You know, like when I was a kid, I had a very deep voice. And so at the Christmas sing-alongs, it was all like all of these little birds and one frog, jingle bells, because I was, <laughs> had a deeper voice. And so teachers told me, don't sing. Just mouth the words. You can't sing. And from that moment on, my throat chakra closed up. And that affected me in my ability for public speaking, in speaking my truth, in singing. Oh, I would just mouth happy birthday. And then later in life, when the flute came to me, that helped me heal that wounding from that time. But being creative is something that is part of us. And as we can develop it, I mean, part of being creative is, okay, then the question comes up, what is art? And what I find art is, is art is a language. It's a mode of expression, whether it's words or movements or brush strokes. 
how we can express ourselves and, and our souls to the world, to each other, and to ourselves. And in the process of that, learning what it means to be us. Mm, I love that. Beautiful. Yeah, I am so wishing for every human being on this planet to, like you were saying, you know, there's this time possibly where they might have shut that down because of a comment or a whatever. I just know that to be artistic or creative or in that expressive way, even if it's just a, like, again, just go take a painting class. You've never done it. I started taking up painting in this life when I was like late 20s, maybe, you know, I had no idea I could paint you know, and turns out I was pretty good at painting and started to grace my walls with these beautiful oil paintings, right? And, you know, weeks to take, make a painting. And I'm like, wow, I really, I have something here. I had no idea. And I remember being very afraid to start that class because I thought I had literally, I had not explored that part of myself yet. You know, it wasn't, I was more of a performance medium. So I'm like, I don't know if I can sit there and <laughs> painting with this, you know, just the detail and the time it took and the patience. I, I just, I didn't think I had it. So the cool thing about trying something new artistically, how that opens you up and shows you parts of yourself you may not even know existed and challenges in ways that you need to be challenged in this life so you can learn. Um, I definitely needed to become more patient at that time. I was very impatient and it really helped me just slow down and be patient and do something that took a long time and a lot of energy and then be so proud when it was completed, right? And I remember just telling friends and family, I'm painting. And they're like, what, you're painting? You know, I was kind of a go-getter, go, 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 you know, move, move, move. That's what I was taught and that's how I was raised. You know, it was a big component of this life to slow down, be present, don't try to help the whole world help yourself, right? You know? So again, just the power of the arts, the power of the arts, really. I mean, it was, that's one of the many gifts that it's offered me, which was to slow down and become more patient. And because you know, these art forms, you know, you just, you don't just turn and burn it. <laughs> There's a slowing down process, I think, with creativity and art, you know, it ca causes us to you know, be more reflective and, and meditative, you know? Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Go inward, not outward. Yeah, it does. And it pulls you into that present moment. Yeah. While you're working on that, you're not thinking about the shopping list that needs to be done or, you know, all these other busynesses of the mind. You know, you're, you're focusing on, on that particular thing. And sure, other things come up. I mean, I have so many great thoughts and just kind of meditations and thinking about other things while I'm painting because it sinks our brain in different ways. You know, our left and right brains are communicating in different ways. And sometimes when that right brain is really creative, it leaves our left brain open to kind of process things in a different way. And so, yeah, it's, it's also about how how we're communicating with ourselves at that time. When I was growing up as a kid, I would sit there for hours at my drawing table that my parents got me when I was 13 years old. And I started, I was thinking, wow, I'm pretty good if I drew like this one hour a day, but what if I drew for three hours a day? And I was really into comic books at the time. And I realized that I, I was reading a Spider-Man comic book and I saw the name artist there. I said, wait a minute, this is someone's job to draw Spider-Man? <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to be one of those guys. And so that's kind of how it, how it developed into being, oh, this doesn't just have to be a hobby. And there are people that, that have their, this is their livelihood. Because it's always like, what are you going to be when you grow up? And I'm, I'm kind of still figuring that out and still adding things to the list. But uh, I'd be at home at, you know, as a 13-year-old, you know, drawing at my drawing table, but on the phone talking with friends. And I was realizing that those two parts of my brain, they could both function simultaneously. Mm. I enjoyed hearing what you were sharing about, for you, it became your livelihood, right? And that was your choice to make that happen. And that's so beautiful. And you have, and that's incredible. And then for me, it became more of a hobby, right? And just maybe could have developed into something greater. So meaning just sharing with our listeners that either or, just find some way of choosing to be creative and it doesn't need to be making money or it might and you know just embark on that journey and start that journey of some sort of creative endeavor in your life oh it's yeah because it serves its purpose the main purpose that it serves is for you and a big part of that also like i'm sure when you're dancing or acting i can only imagine um but being able to get over the self-judgment that kind of comes into the process of stepping into creative expression of those voices of you can't do that or what, you know, when I had a singing teacher that helped me get over this problem with my, this challenge that I had with singing. And they said, sing loudly and make bold mistakes. And I love that. That just gave me permission. It's like, Hey, so I hit a, really tweaky note or whatever. The world's not going to end. No big deal. When I'm painting a mural, I work in acrylics, which work in layers. If I paint, I have to paint something, I think, well, that's not quite right. But then I can just paint over it. You know, the world isn't going to end if we make a mistake. You know, and those mistakes are part of the the learning process. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it's become part of my livelihood and my study. I started as an art major in, in university, and then I went to art academy in Europe and kind of rolled into working with different masters in Europe there for about 10 years, painting murals and doing decorative painting. But it, that wasn't the original plan. I was doing it because I liked it. And it's something that made me happy, and I knew whatever I was going to do, be doing in life, I wanted to be happy. Beautiful. More of that, please, on the planet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. People doing what makes them happy and then watch their the fruition of that come into play because so often, you know, we're doing so much for other people or what we should do or have to do or supposed to do. And, you know, that's kind of the contagion of the planet, right, based on the ego's objective for us, right, to live unlike our true self, right? keep us safe, keep us stuck, keep us small, right? This whole, so it's powerful, you know, just to remind everyone that, you know, we can choose to be happy and, and, and what we do in the world can also make us happy, you know, and to choose something that, yeah, maybe it does take time to study and, 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 and challenging to find your way up the ladder and something that is, I don't know, uh, takes effort, takes practice to become better at, and if you enjoy it, though, and you like it and it makes you happy, 
watch the magic happen of the doors opening and the, you know, the limitless possibility that's available to all of us as emanations of God, right? Like this limitlessness of our own beingness that comes through when we choose to be happy, choose joy, choose peace, right? All these wonderful things, right? And just, and watch those doors open. Absolutely. And there are a lot of thought forms that get planted in our minds and, Different things, and one of the things for me, you know, was that you know archetype almost of the starving artist and having to dance around that aspect of expressing myself, but also being able to earn money when the world tells you that no, if you following your dream is going to lead to suffering, and it's been a journey, it's been a lot roller coaster of a lot of ups and downs, and has demanded a lot of flexibility from me. It's developed a lot of humility along the way. But, you know, keeping that faith of, of, well, you know, I love doing this. And I'm pretty darn good at it. And it makes other people happy. So there must be something to this. Like uh, after I came back from Europe, um, where I lived for 12 years in 2004, I had done some children's hospitals over there in Amsterdam, the Children's Hospital, just some beautiful three different wards there, and saw how it affected the children's lives there. So when I came back here, I thought, okay, I want to do a pediatrician's office where kids are always stressed out going to the doctor. So they're naturally resistant to the caregivers that they're going to see. So it doesn't really, you know, it sets up an unhealthy relationship with people who are supposed to be helping them. So I, this was back in the days of phone books, and I just went through the phone books and I cold called every single pediatrician in the Santa Barbara area, and one answered, and I ended up doing a beautiful Peruvian rainforest on all the walls. They were from Peru, and it literally changed the experience of all of these children that were coming there. Doctor was telling me, well, you know, the, the kids aren't crying anymore when they get their shots. Naturally, their physicality was softened. They don't feel the resistance. So they're getting immunizations, and it was everything was just going easier. They felt the love of the doctor through the fact that the doctor had me create these beautiful murals for him. So these are the kind of gems along the way that I hung on to. In those challenging times of, geez, what am I doing here? The crash of 2008. Art is a luxury. People weren't investing in it. Or they cut off all the extra things in life, typically. But I don't think, you know, art is a luxury. It's something that's very essential for us. And it's so ancient. I mean, if you think about, like, older cultures and tribes, very often they don't have a separate word for art. That artistic expression is part of their forms of worship, their forms of social communication. It's not something separate. And this idea of art is a separate quality removed from our spirituality, our romance, our musicality, our cooking, our child-rearing, it is a very modern idea. And like um, for a while, I was doing some work with uh, Don Miguel Ruiz from the Four Agreements and his family. And his whole 
idea or the teaching that comes through him from the Tolta tradition is that we are all artists and life, your life is your masterpiece. What are you going to make out of that? And I just think that's such a beautiful approach to life. So beautiful. Yeah, I was feeling um, just so excited right now for my children. (laughs) And they're just incredible rooms that are filled with these gorgeous murals that you've painted. And I just felt the love. And and, and it's just, I was thinking about, I I was thinking about the reason why these murals are so incredibly beautiful. Um, First off, I can feel the love that you've infused into the murals, as well as just the bright colors, you know, the energy of what is brought forward into the the imagery. Yes. Um, Just why do we, why do the, why do the children love being in the hospital, you know, and feeling that energy when they walk in, you know, what are they seeing? What is that, you know, the visual aspect of that sensory experience of feeling that art that's come through someone and it's this imaginary world that you've created and the colors and yeah, the energy of this kind of imaginary, like fantasy looking, gorgeous piece of art that you put on the walls. So I just, um, I'm just, I was feeling into that. And I personally love to have paintings, you know, on my walls. And obviously I love murals as well. And um, I'm so happy. I have so do. much art now. I'm like, I need to have a, like an art um, sale. <laughs> I guess I can't get them all, you know, um, in my on my walls. There's not enough space. So, um, and and why that it's been so important to me. And I just feel, you know, paintings and art. It's just it just warms my spirit. And I think the creativity creativity and it does. And for me, I can feel that. Artistic expression is really just us as a soul and a body, a creative being, expressing that God-likeness, godliness through our beingness, right? It's like God moving through us and then it ends up on a canvas or singing or performing, you know, and it's just this surrendering to the heart and not the ego, right? Surrendering to our, our soul. It's just so powerful. And yeah, not to worry about what it looks like per se, just let it move through you. You know, we all are dealing with transcending of the ego and, you know, EGO, edging our God, God is self out. And our ego's not our amigo, right? I love that. <laughs> can't, can't resist saying that. And, you know, um, that insecurity that, it, that comes in from the ego that says, you know, you're not good enough or you're not worthy, you can't do this. And to just let art and creativity and expression through creativity heal a lot of that. Like literally, sorry, ego, take a back seat. I'm not listening to that. In fact, I'm going to try something new. I'm going to let this energy move through me. And I don't really care what people think because art is so personal, right? You know, I, I think people are like art, you know, someone will say, oh, so-and-so looks just like so-and-so. I'm like, and then you look at the person, like, that person doesn't look like so-and-so. That person doesn't even resemble. But no, he looks just like that person. And, okay, yeah, I'm not seeing that, you know. Um, so it's so unique to the soul that's seeing the art and their, their feeling tonality that they get when they view the art. And so just to know that creativity in art is so unique and personal and there's going to be people that appreciate your art and your creativity. So, Meliana, if you don't mind, just 
expressing to our listeners the healing benefits of artistic expression and creativity as a whole, just kind of in a nutshell. What would you say to everyone right now? Well, we've already talked a little bit about like the experience of the children experiencing the benefits in the hospitals and and the musical expression or the artistic expression it can go several different directions you know something can be very cathartic a uh, piece can be very good for our own soul to express but it's not necessarily something that needs to be almost inflicted on other people it's more of a personal healing to release some of that trauma, but we don't need to share that with somebody else. When I'm working in, uh, like with the rooms for your children, what was beautiful was having opportunity to talk with a couple hours for with your kids first, to tune into them, to what was right for them, their spirits, their energy, and then to really kind of work on channeling, like you said, surrendering, to feel what would be supportive of them and bring inspiration and joy and peace and a feeling of security in their own beingness to them. So that's how it's communicated to them. Um, with my flute ceremonies, which I've done you know, hundreds of, and, and that's another kind of channeling. Then it's, again, creating a safe space for other people to have the experience of maybe feeling some of those emotions that they don't always feel safe letting out, but need to be let go of. And once those are released from the heart, then that makes more room for joy and love to come in. But as long as our heart is protecting itself, holding on to those um, traumas, griefs, it's also keeping the love and joy from coming in. So as that can be opened up and it can have more love come in, then we can express ourselves in a, in a freer way. Um, for myself, the, the, and I think for anybody who spends some time, makes some time for creativity in their lives, the benefits are physical, emotional, and spiritual. Um, having those positive biochemicals flowing through our body. Uh, you know, the serotonin, the endorphins, the relaxing our amygdala, that fight or flight part of our brain, relaxing our adrenals. These are different ways that then our physicality can r- remove or let go of a lot of the stress. Surrendering that, letting it go, and coming back to a place of equilibrium and balance in our lives. We can, through expressing ourselves, whether it's through a song or a dance or a theater piece or a painting, we can release some of those emotions that we're, held, that we're holding on to and also process some of those thoughts and feelings and, and give ourselves another way of looking at those experiences in our lives to, to maybe say, well, you know, this and this happened to me, but to give a little bit of different perspective to that story so that we don't necessarily, you know, victimize ourselves in the process. And so we're able to be more forgiving of ourselves and of others along the way. I mean, we've all had different traumatic events 
that happen. And sometimes it's just a shift of perspective that keeps it from being, you know, changes it from being something, you know, really traumatic to something that can be um, very insightful. And when we're in the creative process, that's where our brain is working in different ways to kind of open things up. And then as a result, a lot of times, our dream time will change. And that subconscious is processing things in different ways. And they'll be opening up and we'll be hearing songs in our sleep. Or waking up with a certain tune that has that certain lyric. That's exactly the anthem for that day. So lovely. Yeah, I was hearing a lot around surrender. You know, surrender, the, the, that this artistic healing process, it, it creates kind of a natural surrendering of any of that inner material, the residual trauma or pain or whatever, the story, the old story. It's like you get out of your own way and there's this surrendering of the resistance through the art, through the creativity, right? And then it's allowing this energy to come up and out and wonderful to have this uh, available to us to heal this way and once it flows you know? <laughs> through yeah and once it flows through then you know there's an empowerment that comes yeah. through wow okay i don't need to carry that around with me anymore so lightness comes I, in and yeah, yeah liberation <laughs> i said and it is it's a more of a lightheartedness yeah that that comes in which yeah. is always a good thing always a good thing so thank you so much emiliano this has been such a, a pleasure being with you this conversation has been enlightening to me. And I hope for our listeners as well. I'm sure it was. And I just wish that we all enter into a creative space in our life, however that looks, right? And you've taught me a lot today. And I'm very grateful for you coming and being with me today and sharing with everyone. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow, it's mutual. I've really enjoyed learning about you as well. <laughs> and uh, the sharing that we've had here and feeling the the congruence and the symbiosis here. This That's really, really beautiful. <laughs> so Emiliano, is there anything you'd like to share with our listeners today that you're up to and any ways that they can enjoy your beautiful, blissful, soulful self in this world, right? Well, what I'm up to right now is uh -huh. giving a podcast with a beautiful new friend, and I'm so enjoying this so much. <laughs> um, yeah, I am sharing my gifts in a lot of different ways in the world. Uh, my artwork, you can see at uh, my website, uh, www.emiliano-art, that's hyphenart.com. Um, my music, and uh, I've been doing quite a bit of recording, actually. I'm going to be coming out with a new CD pretty soon. My first CD, Rockapelli, was uh, nominated for Native American Music Award, which totally surprised me. It was just a a hobby project that then took wings of its own and was I was really guided with that. But uh, on my music website is www.sacredwindsmusic.com and then uh, some of my healing modalities the technologies and nutrition is on the website www.loveyourlifehealth.com So I figured that's the easiest way to kind of see the different things that uh, that I'm sharing, and uh, I was, you know, I was brought up with really incredible parents, and that, that's a, a gift. Really powerful women in my life, especially my father, beautiful genius of a man, uh, good-hearted, uh, with a lot of feminine qualities, 
as well, but my mom and my grandmas have really been guiding lights as well. And uh, I was kind of brought up with the idea of, you know, God gives us gifts, but with those gifts comes a responsibility to share them with the world in a way that makes the world a better place. So I'm just, you know, doing my best for that and really excited for the next steps on this journey because I have no idea where it's going to go. But, um, yeah, just putting one foot in front of another. And, again, like you are saying, surrendering. And that's one of the two keys that I feel is most important in life. There's surrender, and the other half is trust. Trusting the guidance that what you're surrendering to is going to be okay. Excellent. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> We are so lucky. Emiliano is going to play for us his beautiful flute right now. I am really excited about this. I've heard him play a couple times, and each experience has been really, truly phenomenal and healing for me in my own spirit. So here we go. Thank you, Emiliano. Do you mind playing for us? Oh, I'm happy to. Okay. Always happy to. I'm going to play a little bit on a, a shakuhachi, which is a Japanese bamboo flute which is originally played by monks in the monasteries as a tool for meditation and approaching enlightenment. So I just want to invite everybody to take a deep breath, drop into their hearts, feel themselves settle in as I blow my prayers for you.
Today's episode is brought to you by the Consciousness Network. The Consciousness Network's mission is to establish, promote, and advance conscious communities. It contributes to local and global well-being through its ongoing programs, which serve as meeting spaces, training grounds, resource pools, and a support network to help the Santa Barbara and Southern California community fulfill its potential and impact the world. The Consciousness Network strengthens the bonds between all of us, creating relationships through which true healing, service, and transformation can take place. For more information and to sign up, the Consciousness Network may be contacted at www.consciousnessnetwork.org. So if you enjoyed being with us on this podcast today, I would really love it if you'd join me on my website. It's reaganthompson.com. And on my website, you'll find any upcoming events. If you prefer to get into an event, there's even a place that you can buy your tickets for the event, as well as testimonials you can check out there, as well as audios and podcasts. This is all free on my website. I have been hearing repeatedly from people not only within locally uh, and around the world that they're getting a lot of benefit out of hearing the audios which are offering wonderful healing techniques for you to bring into your life so I hope that you also join me and partake in these free offerings you can follow me on social media at Reagan underscore Thompson that would be so wonderful Wow, this has been a beautiful beautiful experience having Emiliano here today I hope you also feel the the beauty and the the good energy that came from this wonderful podcast today. I am deeply, deeply grateful for getting to share with you all today and having Emiliano here as our guest. Uh, so much to be grateful for in this life. So thank you so much for being here with me today. I send you light. I send you love. Good wishes. And we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Blessings. <laughs>